He is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. One man. That's what we needed. One man. One man to speak for us. One man to plead for us. One man to approach the righteousness of God. Only one man who could approach a righteousness of God and live. One man who would never fall into the sinful lies we have been fed. One man whose love never failed. One man who, unlike any of us, never sought violence or revenge, who never lusted after anything that wasn't his. One man who actually loved the law of God with every fiber of his being. One man who loved God perfectly and had no reason to hide from God. One man with whom the Father was pleased. This man, Jesus Christ our Lord, was our only hope. He stood in our place on our behalf to plead to his Father. If he has rejected our sad march toward death, becomes an eternal one. If he is rejected, then sin has won. If he is rejected, then we actually get what our sins have deserved. Then we look at our failing bodies and our broken future and say, this is all there is. Then we must sit back and just tell ourselves, enjoy your life, filled with its vanity and self-pleasure of pride and greed, because this is all you have, and this is all you could hope for. When this one man was offered to God, it did not go as his followers expected. When he came, many rejoiced, this is a Christ, this is a Messiah. This is the great high priest who stands in our place. Look at his miracles. See how his father loves him. Listen to his words, how he speaks with authority. Consider how he teaches love and how he offers mercy and compassion to the greatest of sinners. Look at this man showing care for his father's house. See how he welcomes children, eats with tax collectors and prostitutes, and acts as a brother. So when this one man was presented to God, they did not expect the soldiers meeting him in the garden and taking him away. He was the one who was going to establish a kingdom of God our great high priest, the Father's Son, our only hope, he was going to plead for us before the Father in heaven. Instead, he was betrayed by Judas, denied by Peter. The crowd was not supposed to get their way. Pilate, weak Pilate, washing his hands, setting Barabbas free, was not supposed to to win. They mocked him as a king, king of the Jews placed over his head, a crown of thorns placed on his head. 
the one man who could save us, the one man who could stand in our place before the Father in heaven cried out, Father, why have you forsaken me? He breathed his last, the temple curtain tore from top to bottom, and the earth shook before it opened to receive the body of our one hope, the one man who could save us. Perhaps you could understand Mary Magdalene's tears, going early to bring spices to the tomb of that dead body. She was one of those sinners that Jesus welcomed as a sister. He rescued her from the power of the demons. He spoke, transforming words of grace. He opened the kingdom of God to her. She was there at the foot of the cross when the chief priest chided him. You save, he saved others. He could not save himself. Was it true? He was the one man who could save her, but he was dead. Would the word he spoke be forgotten? He seemingly met the same fate that the rest of the world had been given. So Mary wept. Outside of the tomb, she wept. Not only had Jesus died, she thought they had taken his body away. But then, this once dead Jesus rose. He called Mary by name. The once scourged Jesus, the Jesus who had breathed his last breath, whose side was pierced, now called Mary by name. And by doing so, he pronounced to Mary and to fallen humanity, I am that man. Jesus is that man who now lives before the righteousness of God to plead for us. He is that man whose word cannot be kept quiet. He is that man man whose voice thunders words of forgiveness and life. He is that man who in his body bridges heaven and earth and lives as a way, truth, and the life. Jesus is that man who satisfied the righteous anger of his father who overwhelms the evil schemes of the deceiver. And it took just one man to open the floodgates from death to life, to open the grave for every child washed clean by his blood, to enliven them, to live without fear, for the one man who was dead is now alive. The threat of death and hell mean nothing when the child of God is absolved by the righteous priest who now stands risen on the throne of God. He himself was dead and now alive, who himself not only promised to be the resurrection and the life, but showed us all how exactly 
it is done. No matter how many nails, no matter how many threats, no matter how many illnesses or diseases, war and disaster, or every evil plan and purpose of the devil. This man showed us the way from death to life. Now it is one thing to know Jesus as the one who stands as at one man for all of humanity's sake. But it is quite another to know that this man rose for you. This man, the very Son of God, so died and rose for you. When you are baptized, you are not only baptized in the name of Jesus, but also into his death and his resurrection. So now today, because of that man, you yourself may confess your sins to him with an honest heart, knowing that the Lord Jesus pleads to his Father in heaven for you. He is that man. No matter how many times you have fallen, by his promise and his name, he raises you up again with him from the grave. For just as we all around the world rejoice that Jesus, who was dead and has now been raised, so also all of heaven rejoices when you, one sinner in faith, repents. And as Jesus brings you to the table today, to feed you with his body and blood, who died and rose to redeem the world. Listen to what Jesus, that man, promises in his own word. The body given for the world today is given for you. The blood of the new covenant shed for the world today is given for you. He meets you in the midst of your tears. He calls you by name and proclaims, I am that man. In the name of Jesus, he is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Easter is the most important day in the year, in our church year, because uh, Jesus came to save us from our sins. And if he had just lived and died, that wouldn't have made any difference. But the fact that Jesus rose from the dead and also ascended to the Father later on is the most important thing for us, because if he hadn't risen from the dead, We'd be dead in our sins, as Paul said. It would, uh, it would not matter. He would just be like another man. But God, God knew what he was doing, and 
I have said so often, he had the miraculous plan when you think of how he used a little baby, an innocent woman, keep people like Judas to betray, betray him, Pontius Pilate, all these people that were, were God-oriented to do these things to bring about his uh, death and later his resurrection by God the Father. Thank you for joining us. This podcast is available on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Questions, thoughts, concerns? You can contact us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast. On Twitter, at P for podcast, or email us at feedback at clericalheirs.org. Thanks for listening to Clerical Heirs. See you next time.